Enneagram 4, the romantic, the creative. Subtype, shame, honor. Stacy's story. Stacy, a stay-at-home mother of triplet boys, was not exceptionally attractive, but neither was she particularly unattractive. Her thighs were an inch or two longer than her waist. She was covered from head to toe in orange freckles. She bore stretch marks from childbirth and had slightly less white teeth than ideal. There was nothing else about her that she appreciated with the exception of her ginger hair. It made her feel unique. She stepped away from the mirror, feeling oddly confident after putting on her signature maroon dress for the dinner party held by her husband's colleague. Ready to go, they both hopped into the car and drove to the beachside cottage. During the trip, she was particularly empowered by the realization that her husband was bringing her along so that he could flaunt her in front of his colleagues. You should know that it's quite obvious that whoever owned the beach mansion, given its height and length, had an exorbitant amount of wealth. In point of fact, one of Stacy's lifelong goals has been to acquire some real estate on the coast. She playfully waded her feet into the wet sand before walking toward the most magnificent mahogany door. Breathtaking. As soon as she reached the door, she was greeted by a thin-waisted, white-toothed, big-breasted ginger who introduced herself as Stacy with an E-Y. But you can call me Gingy. The host of the party. Stacy's confidence, which had been steadily rising during the journey, shattered like glass at that moment. Her husband gave Gingy a bare embrace and they laughed at an inside joke of some sort. Stacy had made two discoveries over the evening. Gingy, for one, stated that her fiancé had been ill and was spending the night in the bedroom. Two, there were far more women working with her husband than she had imagined. And as if to slap Stacy's inferiority in her face, Gingy kept dragging her into the conversation. Before the night was over, Stacy and her husband had already left. On the drive home, they got into an argument which Stacy framed as his excluding her from discourse, while in reality, it stemmed from her suffocating feelings of inadequacy. She recalled that she and Gingy had exchanged contact information in an apparent catty manoeuvre. What a tool. There were only two days before Stacy's birthday. Even still, she and her husband had not communicated at all with one another since the argument. She hadn't expected anything, of course. Yet, she guessed a surprise party was in the works when he drove her to the same seaside property she'd visited only days ago. 
When they walked into the house where Stacy had experienced those terrible pangs of inadequacy, she became angry. Gingy hurried to give her a passive-aggressive embrace, clearly enjoying the feeling of being on top. She implied that her fiancé was still upstairs getting ready for the party. Surrounded by loved ones, Stacy nevertheless felt lonelier than ever before. Everyone she knew now had someone to compare her to, someone prettier, someone with a career, and at a seaside property and gorgeous boobs and the capacity to liven up a conversation. Her limit was finally reached when Gingy presented her with a cake bearing the message, Happy Birthday Stacy, that witch. She thought back to the Stacy with an EY up until the point where she finally exploded. You fool! I don't need your validation. I know you think you're better than me. I know you want to get with my husband. I know you don't get concealer to cover up your freckles or whitening strips to whiten your teeth. I know her eyes welled up with tears. You must be strong. You must be strong. You must be strong, she thought to herself. Everyone was speechless, even Stacy, who wasn't aware that her insecurities could manifest in such a capacity. Amidst all the commotion, Gingy's fiancé came downstairs. At the sight of the man, Stacy knew that she was wrong. Before anyone could speak, her own husband remarked, Gingy was the one that persuaded me to hold this celebration for you here. In the wake of our quarrel, she convinced me to do the very thing I wanted to avoid, opening my heart to you. They all turned to Gingy. I didn't know you felt this way. In fact, I wish I could be like you, married, a mother of three boys. You even have freckles. Do you know how much I wish I had freckles? Her voice quivered. I'm, I'm sorry about the cake. I didn't realize I was so used to spell it trailed off. In reality, it was never about Gingy. It was about herself. A few months had passed when Stacy received a call from her best friend. Stacy, I'm pregnant with triplets. Oh my gosh, you're going to have to help me and teach me about motherhood. For goodness sake, I can't even change a nappy. I don't know how to burp a baby. I don't know how to break. Congratulations, Gingy. I'm so, so proud of you. You're going to have the cutest babies with an I-E-S. <laughs> and I'll be there every step of the way. For more inspiration, go to www.evelyn.id.au That's Evelyn, E-V-E-L-Y-N dot I-D dot A-U